Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Hello. Welcome, John. How are you? Yeah, good. You all right? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Welcome, everybody, to my new football club, the transfer update episode. Oh, yes. Um, the infamous. Right, John, so much to talk about. There is loads to talk about. Do we want to talk about just signings or how we've done in pre-season or... Signings. Yeah. Okay. I want to get to know these boys. Who have we got for people listening who don't know the players at Exeter? Right, let me quickly got in. up the list. We've got loads in. We have. We've got six new signings, I believe. Seven, maybe, in total. Yeah, we've got seven through the door this summer so far. So we've got uh, Vincent Harper, Jack Aitchison, Reese Cole, Dion Rankin, Ryan Trevitt, Bill Sinizalo, and Tom Carroll. They all came in in that order as well. Flipping out. When I look down at that pitch a week Saturday... Well, if we look at the um, the lineup that we put out against Torquay, because I think that'll be very close to what we'll play on the opening day. We had Bill Sinisala, who is new for you, the goalkeeper. Dion Rankin at right back, or right wing back at the moment. Pierre Sweeney is a right centre half. Will Ameson as the central centre half. Alex Hartridge as the left central centre half. Uh, Dimitri Mitchell as a left wing back, so you're familiar with him. Ryan Trevitt, a new player in midfield. Who's he? He's on loan from Brentford. Reese Cole, a permanent signing. Jack Aitchison, a new signing, permanent. James Scott and Sam Lombard, who you're both familiar with. So there's over half of that squad is new players. Good afternoon. Good evening, Andy. Transfer Colonel Trandy. Colonel Trandy. Hello. So we're chatting about the new players that have come in, Colonel. And obviously, if you've heard, had your ear, you've had your ear to the ground, if you've heard any whisperings, which I'm sure you have. Are you getting a lot of attention? Um, not a lot. I think people have uh, backed off a bit. Um, but but from my perspective, it's just been Exeter news, really. Um, and a little bit around the league, but mainly mainly the Exeter stuff. Um, I think uh, John was just reeling off the list of... I've got seven new faces. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Interesting mix of very inexperienced and very experienced, um, which is always good, I suppose, from a, um, a coverage point of view. But I think 
and and we may get onto this in a minute that the, the performances in the friendlies may suggest that there might need to be a bit more um and and maybe a few more coming in um obviously it's fairly early days but um yeah possibly for some more firepower up front maybe um but uh yeah yeah good blend um i was kind of seeing uh looking at the list um last time i was on i was talking about vincent harper and the fact that he worked at sainsbury's because he fell out of love with the game yeah what did he do at sainsbury's um a little bit of everything i think um trolley collection um uh, maybe uh you know, on the cashing up maybe yeah cigarette counter kind of, a little bit of everything um all rounder um customer service uh might not have might not have stretched to that because that's quite a lot of responsibility giving refunds and stuff so it, it might have um that might have been a bit a step too too far for the lad deli delicatessen do they still do they still do that that's he did oh okay well, slicing the lunch and meat um, yeah, and uh, that's a euphemism. Um, so, yeah, for, uh, what does that mean what, in sexual terms? Slicing for luncheon meat. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone down a, I've gone down a, 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 a blind alley there. Um, that's, what he, that's what he said. Uh, Reese Cole, interestingly, um, I read an article that said he also fell out of love with about playing football. And he went mm. back, and he went back to playing part time in non league. So, a couple of players who are, are really trying to kind of revitalise careers, I suppose. This is what we're known for, is that right, John? Yeah, well, not necessarily, not necessarily revit. Well, I guess revitalising in some cases, but like mainly sort of developing players and maybe refining their love for football and just allowing them to express themselves with no sort of. There's a lot less pressure with us than there is at other teams. So that's what we're. Why? Why is that? I, I don't know. I think people. I think City fans are a lot more forgiving than other fans. Right. And I feel like pe- players can come here and know if they're young, they're going to get played, and there's no sort of oh, I'm not going to be on the bench because this manager wants to play the experienced players only. Like if you look at that squad, I mean, it's so young. Ville, Dion Rankin, even Hartridge, Ryan Trevitt, Reese Cole, Sam Nombe. These are James Scott as well. They're all really, really young players in as far as their you know footballing ages are. So. John, you're looking at that team. What what positions are you saying? Come on, let's get a couple of experienced heads in there. Oh, I, I t- if I if you'd have asked me before the Torquay game on on Saturday, I would have probably said, "Oh, we're, we're nearly there." But given some of the preseason results, I think we'll probably have to just maybe. I think the the starting eleven is pretty much set. Although the performances haven't been superb in preseason, it's not always a it's never the case. How it goes in preseason is never the case. You could win all your games and have a terrible start to the season, or you could lose all your games and have a good start. But I think there'll still be a few coming in. Maybe not necessarily before the first game of the season. Maybe there will be, but there'll definitely be some strength in depth. I think we need another right back or right winger slash wing back because I think it's just Dion Rankin at the moment taking up that spot on the right. And he's, you know, although he's on loan for Chelsea and he looks like a nice prospect, I think there's a little bit of experience going to be needed there. I think it's true of both uh, Dion and, and Ryan Trevitt as well. That um, Who's Ryan Trevitt? Where's he Where's he play? Mid, I think. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, from Brent, Brentford. Um, that both of those guys have not actually played any league football at all. Um, they're both uh, kind of under 23, under 21 level. Uh, obviously, with with Premier League teams, 
Um, so they've obviously got a bit about them, but I think it'd probably be a bit unfair to expect them to come straight in and be absolutely eight out of ten every week. Um, Is this but, like having a new squad of golden children, John? I think I think it's like in, having I think, seven Joe Whites turning up. I think that I think they'll all be yeah very similar ability to Joe White. I think I think Ryan Trevitt's really similar to Joe White in terms of like technical little really? tricky players. Well, not he's not little actually. That's unfair. He's actually quite tall, but he's sort of glides. He's, he's one of those players that you don't know why he looks good, but he just glides with the ball and is smooth and everything he does. He try he drops deep to receive the ball. Has done on several occasions from what I've seen and tries to play out. What we're what I've seen from us at. Torquay was that we were trying to every time play the ball short centre half out to the wing back which last season we were a little bit more direct I think this season we're going to see us even if it's the team is pressing us and we don't look like we're going to be able to play out it's going to be on the floor from the back the whole time that definitely fits with uh, uh, well, a couple of reasons why I think Tom Carroll coming in is interesting because he's experienced much more experienced than some of those guys obviously still only 31 um but you know this is a this is a, a pretty pedigree player. Um, he he's had seventeen under twenty one caps for England. Um, so um, what? When he, yeah, when he was at um, Tottenham, he was very well thought of. Um, and you're a Tottenham supporter, aren't you, Andy? I, I wouldn't. Well, yes. You've outed do, me. Do you well. remember? Do you remember him coming through? I do. Yeah, very well. And and he was very much. Uh, uh, a, a prospect for the future and he got loans at Orient and I think he went on loan to a couple of other places eventually went to Swansea on loan where he ended up going permanently um, and there was always a bit of a feeling around uh, the club that there was a uh, maybe he needed a bit, a few more games he needed a bit more of a chance and, and he wasn't quite getting in um, I think I think he was probably there at the time he was certainly there when Gareth Bale was there um, and I think he was there at a time where we had you know, reasonable resources in centre midfield and he just wasn't getting the chances. But he did, you know, it's certainly highly thought of by the under-21 managers. Um, did okay at Swansea. Um, I think he did okay at Ipswich as well. But for some, for whatever reason last season, I think it was fitness and health and all sorts of things. He didn't play. Um, and he ended up training with Tottenham for the entire season. So he was their training facilities are top draw these days. Um, so he was getting back to full fitness with the with the Spurs squad and he's obviously you know chomping at the bit to get back into the, the game again and um I think it's a good level for him really. Um because I think he, he did okay at championship level. Um obviously he did well well for Ipswich I think when they were in the same league. Year out he's gonna be a bit rusty but the way he plays it's very much he's he's, he's a small guy, he's got a low centre of gravity, always wants the ball, kind of short Short kind of progressive passing, he'll get the team passing. I think that's that's definitely the case. Um, it's easy to forget as well that Swansea paid five million quid for Tom Carroll, so there's obviously there's obviously some sort of a but well, there is there's very evidently a really good player in there, and if we can get him to play consistently, I think he'll be a huge asset. Wow, I can't. I genuinely can't get my head around looking at all these new faces. I think you're going to be a bit blown away on the first game I of the think season. I am. I don't think I'll, I'll be any. Uh, I won't have time for bald sweets. You're going to be too busy trying to take everyone in. I'm joking. I've always got time for bald sweets. A lot of new players to love um, in in there. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Asian. We, we we spoke about before. Um, had a little look at him. He's he's played uh, thirty six games um, for kind of under twenty level in for Scotland. So again, who's that? Who's that? Eight. Yeah, yeah. He scored thirteen goals for the under twenty um, level Scottish teams. Was a youth at Celtic and and played for them um, a couple of times. Uh, his first touch at, at Celtic. He what? He scored with his first touch as a Celtic player. Did you see him play against Torquay? Yeah. Out, out of the, when you watched that team, although we had a terrible result, were there any moment glimpses where you went, "Oh, hello"? Um, no. Do you know what? In all in all fairness, no. It wasn't that. It was hard for us to demonstrate glimpses because we were down to ten men from so early on. So every time we tried to play out the back, they would press and they were one man up. Every single time we couldn't play, um, and then it, I mean the front the front lads bless them didn't really get a sniff. The ball wasn't really coming to them, and Reece, uh, Ryan Trevitt did really well for a. Was, I think he won the penalty and took it. So like there was little glimpses. Ryan Trevitt looked like a, li- a decent little player. Reese Cole looked technically great, although he got subbed off <clears throat> after the red card to, for Diabati to come on. So I didn't really get to see a lot of those technical players play and Jack Hitchison had to play sort of a different role because we had down to 10 men so I don't think it was a real fair reflection on how we can play um, so I think Coventry will be the best gauge of that on, on Saturday Is that this Saturday? Do you reckon it'll be a lot of people there watching? I think there will be yeah. I don't think it'll be sold out or anywhere near sold out but I think there'll be a lot of interest in, in how many and, and on our new players and how many people will be there will be, will be interested to see Have you had any heard any sniffings? Sniffings. Um, it's it's kind of closed ranks again, really. There was a little spell where um, lots of the, the players' names, like Rankin and, and, and Tom Carroll, and there was obviously a bit of a bit of trialist action and a few people turning up and playing a couple of the friendly games that that people maybe weren't entirely um, uh, they were, were flying under the radar a bit. Um, but it seems to have closed up again now. Um, whether or not that means that there won't be a lot done between now and the first game and, and there'll be a little flurry again before the end of the window, um, that's possibly the case. Obviously, when, when you spoke to Gary, he was saying that there's a hell of a lot of offers out there. Um, so I suppose, it, again, it is going to depend on where people go, who stays available, uh, it's been a really crazy, you know, a bit of a strange window, really, because we spoke last time about loads of people kind of going to, to clubs you wouldn't necessarily expect, or uh, when we thought originally that they were out of Exeter's reach and then they, they kind of turn up at other clubs. Um, you know, the, the, the final the final few that we spoke, you know, way back at the start of the window, people like, uh, you know, John mentioned Sonny Bradley, he's ended up at Derby. Obviously, we know they've got money. They've got um, they've brought in quite a few players, Joe Ward and and, and others as well. Um, Regan Pauls ended up at Portsmouth, um, where obviously with Jack Sparks and and a few other people have gone. Um, again, half our team have gone to Burton, haven't they? It seems like at least four or five, if not if not more than that, have gone to Burton. Yeah, um, but I know I Jamal Blackman went. Uh, Rakeem Harper went, Kegs Chalke went, Jake Caprice went. Is that it? Is that four? Is it just them? I think it's. Uh, we might be missing one, but. Um... 
I mean, it, it, this is not this is not just for. But I think uh, uh, I think I saw on Twitter the other day. I don't know if I retweeted it or not. But statistically, Jamal Blackman was in the top. Uh, the, sorry, the bottom three goalkeepers for the division. I think last season, or in the in the bottom, certainly in the bottom half. Yeah, like performance wise. I don't think he had the season he was expecting to have in in League One when he first joined. And uh, and obviously Cole Stockton went to Burton as well. So another another one that uh, that might have been. Um, and uh, and then another one we talked about was Sam Smith, and he's ended up at Reading. And obviously they've just come down doing a big rebuild themselves. Um, well, you say big rebuild, but I think today they've just been placed under a second transfer embargo, so I don't think they can sign anyone. Uh, for for a little while again, so God knows what's going on over there. Very odd. It's uh, it's it's interesting because you get to yeah get to the next season and um and and yeah they literally have all kind of been thrown into a bag and spat out into the different different teams and it is uh they, they must all be quite used to the way each other plays. They might be recommending each other to to, to the various teams. Obviously, the scouts are all pl- watching the same games. It's uh. It's crazy. Um, the other Reading news was um, Robbie Savage's son, Charlie, from Man United, uh, has gone there on a permanent deal. No. So uh, that's another, another interesting one. He played for Forest Green last year, I think, um, on loan. Um, he's always been very highly thought of by, by United. So uh, that's, a, that's a, a, an interesting move. I think it's important, it's important to mention that uh, overall, League, League One teams have recruited really well this summer. It's going to be a really interesting. Shit. What are you thinking, John? What are you thinking? I, I think it could be a. It's going to be a, a tough season. I think. I really think it is going to be a tough season. Do you? Um, I just. I. I'm just so surprised by some of the signs. Like every team I look at seems to have brought in somebody that I think, wow, that's a really good signing, which often doesn't happen. What about us? Yeah, I mean, we've, if you we've were looking always, on the outside as a supporter yeah. of Burton or whatever, and you're looking at us, what would you be thinking? On the outside, looking in, it, they, some of the signings are brilliant. And and to be fair, my opinion is not great and cannot be, you know, anywhere near justified because I've only seen us play once. But I feel as though we're going to have a really young and inexperienced squad. And when the tough gets going, it's going to be, um, it's going to be the real test of these young players and to see whether they've sort of made for it. Because it, I think, I think, I mean, at the moment it's looking like it could be a, a really, really tough season. What are you saying, John? What are you saying? What are you saying? Um, no, I don't think, I think we'll, I think we're, we've got a more than good enough squad to, to stay up. And I think I'm nervous. I'm nervous now. I mean, but this is the thing. This is the beauty of it. You just never know. These young players could sort of be the next Bally Mumba or the next Morgan Whitaker, just oh for example. God. But they could also be, you know, the next nobodies that don't perform, and they've got the potential to be these kind of players. But this, hopefully, they've expressed themselves and don't feel pressured. And yeah. but my, my comment I was can't just wait for that first game at home. A lot of a lot of League One teams seem to have recruited relatively decently. Maybe some under false pretenses. Maybe some people think Burton have recruited better than they may have done, and some teams may be diminishing other teams signings more than they should do so it's uh i'm really looking forward to it they paint out just a bit uh, keep, i think keeping hold of nombe is a bit like a signing in itself i think if they if they don't if they don't cash in there i think that's a that that's the one they really needed to hold on to 
Um, so I think that's that's really important if they can take, you know, keep him for the for the final part of the window. I, I did read uh, yesterday that um, uh, Exeter to be promoted is ten to one at the moment. So in in any capacity, uh, first, second, or playoffs is ten to one. Which, Exeter, which, yeah, right. which 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 feels which which feels like a, uh, you know, it might it, it might obviously go up in the season and uh, in play betting would suggest that they might go uh, if they start badly that'll go up but um, you never know I'm putting some money on them going up <laughs> you do realise just because you put money on it does not guarantee to happen yeah I just think we will I just think we're going to have one of those seasons where you go oh my god look at this bunch of look at this collection of players we don't. We didn't. We didn't know what we had on our hands. I think. I think Colonel is uh, is right though. I think the Sam Lombe thing is going to be really key because if he can score seventeen goals in what was realistically like a bottom half team last season, I think he's going to be equally as important this season. Seven. I mean, seventeen goals is enough to keep somebody up. So I really, uh, I really hope he stays. No, I can't put a tenner on because I can't remember my username. <laughs> Get a, get a, a free new free bet. Oh, that's really annoying. <laughs> um, I I have got some uh, Carl Piagiani news. Yes, yes, yes. please. Carl's a Taurus. A Tory. A Taurus. He might be a Tory. Right. Um, <laughs> he's a Taurus. Um, his middle name's Liam. Oh. That surprises me. Yeah, that doesn't flow. Doesn't flow in an Italian kind of... Carl, Liam, what should it be? Di Lorenzo. Marco. Carl, Marco, Piagiani. Mm. Beppe. We need to get Carl on the pod. Carl, Carl? Uh, yeah, Carl Piagiani yeah. on the pod. Yeah, I mean, this is the next best thing, obviously. Um, getting yeah, the, oh yeah, yeah. It's like it, yeah, getting the the, uh, the low down on him. Um, the first pair of boots he ever got uh, were uh, a gold Umbro boot, white with gold um, diamond or whatever the Umbro logo. I is, thought Umbros it? were quite uncool. Well, yeah, I mean, back in the day, I suppose, where you know, first pair of boots and all that, he probably yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you, um, do you have him followed, Colonel? Is that how you know all of this? I, I, I can't tell you. Can't okay, tell you. Can't tell you. Um, he now wears uh, Nike Hyper Venom. Nice, nice Nike Hyper Venom. Yeah, nice lightweight boot with a kind of a, 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 a sock at the top. Uh, so, oh. so um, uh, no detail on the colour. No detail on the colour. Um, unfortunately. Why? Uh, just it just didn't tell me. Um, <laughs> you've, got have a, you've got to have some mystery um, and this I like this one um, first CD he ever bought right so can, I have a, can you give us can you give us three options we so got bear, bear in mind uh, he was born in 1990 uh, I think uh, was it uh, Steps uh, was it uh, blue or was it now 45? 
He's not a blue man. He's not a steps man. He's a now 45 dude. Well, uh, I'm afraid the, the banker has won because it was blue. Uh, no. All, all rise by blue. No. Yeah. Gianni's a blues fan. Little Carl running around Flipping dancing out. to Anthony Costa and Duncan James and whatever the other wow. ones are. Wow. So, yeah, nice. Very. That's um, unbelievable. I love these facts. Please. Is there any more about his, any more about his, his thighs? Any more statistics on thighs? Um, uh, well, I think after the last uh, wander into cyclist territory, I think I just oh, wanted, yeah. I, I, I wanted to try and leave that there for the time being. Um, but I do have. Uh, we did the smallest players last time round. Um, I've now got the tallest players. Yeah, yeah. Um, which. Uh, uh, which, which will be you know, fascinating, no doubt. Um, so the current record holders in league football in the in the UK, um, all, they're all in the Premier League, six foot eight. So this is a, a two goalkeepers, uh, Kel Sherpin, who is uh, one of the reserve keepers at Brighton. So he's a current player, six foot eight. Uh, Costel Pantelimon, who played for City briefly as a reserve keeper, I think, and he might have gone to Sunderland as well. He was six foot eight. And then an outfield player who only ever made one appearance for Everton, Lucina Traore, six foot eight. And he was a centre midfield player. So you can imagine him bearing down on you. Would be quite frightening. Um, and uh, League One's tallest player at the moment is Matt Macy, who's, uh, well, last season he was six foot seven. Um, he was on loan from Luton at Portsmouth. Six foot seven. I honestly think we need to get what a six foot seven guy in. How would you feel, John, with a six foot seven dude up front? I don't know. Um, I I always loved the sort of small, nippy, strong. We've got players. plenty of those. I know, but I, I know, I know. I'm aware of our team. I'm just saying, there's the beam poles in the past have not worked, haven't they? No. Well, to be fair, we, in my generation, we've never really had a massive beam pole. I mean, Alex, who we had on the pod a couple of days ago, is probably the... the well, how tall is Alex? I think he's 6'3", I think. Six no! Three. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, we could get him up, he must have a Wikipedia. I thought he was like 5'9". No, no, big, big. Well, Alex Fisher? Yeah, big, big, big. Alex Fisher is 6'3". Six 6'3". Six well, I'll be damned. He never told me that. Yeah, I think I think he alluded to the fact that he sort of ran a little bit like a wardrobe on the podcast. Wow. Yeah, big guy, very big guy. Wow. I just think 6'7 is so extraordinarily big. It's like NBA big, isn't it? Like, mm. So when you've got a corner, you've got to really fuck it up not to score. No, no. <laughs> I proved that on FIFA. I don't know, I proved that on FIFA, Andy. You've got to really fuck it up yeah. not to score. No, that's not... No. Well, yeah, I mean... Yes, there's there's a high percentage of goals in FIFA from those from those corners. <laughs> has to be said. Um, uh, I, I suddenly feel like you saying six foot three is like a beam, but I'm six foot two. So are you six foot two? Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't consider myself a beam pole, but um, six yeah. foot. Oh, no, two. I said I said the, the closest we've ever had to a beam. I mean, John, you're six foot four, three or four, aren't you? What are you? No, 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 no. I'm not even six foot. You bloody are. Let's Google John Beer. 
no, I, uh, I appreciate points. the compliment. I would. I think. I think if you were to ask uh, a female, I think they would say I'm definitely not six. Six foot. one and a half. Says it. John Beer's height six one and a half. <laughs> I'm not six one. If Get anybody listening, I'm five eleven. I think. Go, on, Andy. You're a you're you're a you're a solid height. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I've, I've never had any complaints. Um, uh, just just a bit of Exeter uh, context. Uh, Jamel Blackman six six um, from last season, obviously. Greg uh, Gary Gary Woods is six four. Kevin McDonald nah. last season is six four. Kevin was um, really yeah. Kevin McDonald was six four. Yeah. 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 That does that is that surprises me. Yeah, I mean Jamal Blackman looked enormous. So imagine having him plus another inch up front. Mm. I mean other other um, celebrity uh, colossuses, if that's a if or colossi. Colossi. Uh, Steve Merchant <laughs> is six seven, famously. What's he? I thought he's six eight. Mm. Yeah, uh, Greg Davis is six eight. Yeah, big is he? big lad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy who played Chewbacca in Star Wars is seven foot three, or was seven foot three. Sadly, no longer with us. Imagine having a seven foot three striker. I'd give my right buttock to have a seven foot three striker. Just have Chewbacca up front. Oh, honestly, <laughs> unfortunately, he's dead. But, um, but yes, yeah, Chew- but there not, must not be Chewbacca other seven foot threes hanging around at Exeter. Be fair, we're completely disregarding his football ability as well. Just if he's six foot three, I can give a fuck how he plays football. Get that shirt on and get your body in the way. For, from a six foot six foot eight perspective, just so you can use everyday objects to work out uh, uh, a comparison, uh, that's effectively two guitars high, uh, two adult what? golf clubs. Yeah, I've got a guitar there. Yeah, two of them, end on end. Uh, two adult golf clubs, uh, a red kangaroo. Nice. Two Alsatians. What, standing on their hind legs? Yes. Like, on top of each other? Mm. Two guitars are six foot, is six foot seven? Six foot, six foot eight. So that makes each guitar, what? Three foot four. Three, Three foot, foot four. four, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I mean, I'd like to see, that's made me want to see two Alsatians. One on each other's shoulders. Um, I've seen that loads. So, Andy, uh, we've cut, we've got to bring this episode to a, a halt. Have you heard anything, anything out there? Um, other than summing it up, I don't have any new news. Um, on and if you haven't heard, then no one has. Uh, it's it's fair to say, I think that that's probably the case. I wouldn't say there's nothing going on um, behind closed doors, but yeah, I've been hanging around the laundry, um, car park as ever, um, going through the bins, just looking at discarded stuff, trying to piece together kind of shredded documents. And I've I've not seen anything um, new, Um, but I would say that I would expect there to be some more... um, incomings whether or not it's in time for the first game or not not sure but but definitely through through august to the window because i think that there is still i think a good three or four places in the in the squad up for grabs i think as i think john's right i think right 
right wing back definitely I think the striker um, maybe another centre back I know that that's probably a reasonably well stocked position but um, a lot of games in the season you know one injury and you're down to your kind of fourth choice if you're playing back a uh, back three so I wouldn't be surprised to see it. it's probably the the, the place that we haven't seen a strengthening yet, or, or not a strengthening, but a, a new recruit, because most of the people so far have been either midfield or uh, or wing back. So um, I would I would expect to see that, um, but um, yeah, I don't think the don't think the window's uh, anywhere near over. John, uh, someone on Xweb has written here: lose the first three as a smaller club, and we're knackered. There is budget to get quality CB, quality CM. And quality CF, and that must be done. Well, okay. Let's, it, let's, well, I don't even know where to start with that. First of all, the first part of that statement is a uh, crap. So let's just ignore that. Uh, you lose your first three games; it could mean absolutely nothing. That's nine points out of a possible however many. Um, and I don't know what being a small club or a big club has to do with that. Anyway, besides the point. Uh, the budget is never going to change. So to say we have budget for so-and-so doesn't matter. People think that because Ethan Ampadu money is coming in or whatever money is coming in, that that's just going to get thrown straight into the transfer budget. It's not. It's going to be put into safekeeping. So <laughs> not a cottage. Safekeeping so that uh, we can point the budget three. we have now for a prolonged, pe- prolonged period of time so we can be a football club for longer. So anyone who's under the impression that having this money is going to allow us to buy a new striker or buy a new centre mid or buy a new centre half is silly and I'd expect most City fans to be aware of that uh, prospect Um, so all in all I think it's a load of crap I think we will see a centre back and I think we probably will see a centre forward of some description but I don't think they'll be permanent I think they'll both be on loan alright well I'll delete my post then (laughs) (laughs) well I tell you what I'm. I'm. I know. I keep saying I am super excited about this season, and uh, it's going to be so interesting the first four or five games to see how we we handle the other sides. I'm. I'm going to be interested to see how you react to that, the first four or five games. How will I feel? It's say we lose our first five. Do you do you want to go and watch the games even more, or do you go? Oh fuck this! Well, how, I do. Because yeah, I I'm, feel like I will. I'm an, I'm an, yeah, I, I, I think you could be, I think you could take the road, which is like, nah, not going, we're crap. Whereas in my, I, I, I would yeah, I could see you doing that. I mean, you struggled to, you were well, not struggled, but like you missed games when we were on like the best form of our life. So when? Like there was a few home games you couldn't go to like last season. Oh, so that's working. Well, you know. No, I don't know. Weekends aren't for work. Well, you, you don't go and watch Exeter. You're at university. Yeah, but I've, I'm. That's don't hear about me. Don't hear about me, son. No, I don't have a season ticket. You've got a season. You've got three season tickets. I've got four actually. Oh, four. I'm, no, you've got two over in that stand. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the the extra the extra big news um, for oh. the first part of the season, which is is nothing to do with. With transfers, unfortunately, is that um, I will be coming down for the game on the 9th of September. You're going to get mobbed. I'm going to get 
Uh, well, murdered, possibly. Um, you know, you'll get mobbed. Are you going to need to wear, like, sunglasses and a hood? Um, I How are you feeling that? about coming down and just entering that stadium, just going, wow? Uh, just, yeah, very excited. Um, are, you in, I, are you in the Heritage Lounge, or...? I'm happy to be invited to the Heritage Lounge if if that's an option. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah looking forward to it coming down and uh, saying hello to the, the all the fans, my fans. <laughs> I might do a lap. You were surrounded. I might yeah, do a lap, I, I, lap of the pitch. I was going to say, I think Colonel Tran is expecting the uh, the lap of honour. Honestly, I'd love to walk in just uh, on that day, just go to a seat, and you're there, just like, got thirty people around. You go, oh, hi, can I have your number? No, not number, but your number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, autograph, definite autograph. Wow. Well, I'll obviously, I'll obviously really push that leading up to that week. You're going, and I think I think you need to start practicing your autograph. Well, to get it nailed down. Yes, I might get a stamp just, just, just for just to save time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do what you know what Neil Warnock does, and just sort of have signed photos of yourself ready to give out. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. thanks guys for uh, this episode of my new football club. We will be when will we be back. I guess there'll be more news maybe next week. So. Maybe next week we'll do one. Yeah, the closer we get to the end of the window, the more uh, I think the more things will happen. It's like a house sale, isn't it? Once one gets sold, the next move and the chain breaks quickly. So let's uh, hope for more chains. Big, big friendly as well coming up. I think that would, that would tell people a lot. I think. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. What are they in the championship commentary? Yeah, lost the playoff final in the championship last season. Okay. To Doesn't mean anything though. So, okay. Thanks, guys. No worries. Bye.